electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. This is the American Greed Podcast, presented by CNBC. Sex, drugs, money, and murder. A case of greed on an international scale. I'm CNBC special correspondent Jane Wells. And I'm Chuck Schaefer, executive producer of the CNBC original series, American Greed. On this podcast special, The Promescent Affair. The drug promises to be a game changer in the bedroom for millions, but after its discovery comes money and a murder. And a David versus Goliath battle ensues over its billion dollar secret to great sex. This is the American Greed Podcast. Welcome back to the American Greed Podcast, The Promescent Affair. I'm Chuck Schaefer, executive producer of the CNBC original series, American Greed, and my guest today is Jane Wells, special correspondent for CNBC. Good to see you. Who's done yeoman work on this story. This story is one of the craziest stories I've ever covered in my life. Basically, to recap, Mm. uh, in 2009, a urologist in Orange County created a product called Promescent, which is a lidocaine-based spray, men spray on themselves to last longer in the bedroom, to treat a condition called premature ejaculation, or PE. It's the opposite of Viagra. And even men who don't have it might want to last longer. He brought in his best friend in 2011, Jeff Abraham, who was a retired CEO, to bring it to market. They wanted to scale it and uh, sell the company and all walk away Mm -hmm. rich and Mm -hmm. have this great over-the-counter product that helps men everywhere and their partners. The creator, Dr. Ron Gilbert, was murdered in cold blood in a case of mistaken identity by a disgruntled former patient who really wasn't his patient in 2013. I got wind of the story later in 2013. In 2014, a large UK conglomerate called Reckitt Ben Keyser or RB, which has all kinds of products, Lysol and Airwick and Mucinex, they expressed interest in buying Promesset and this company from Jeff Abraham. So he says they both signed non-disclosure agreements. Abraham claims he opened up all his trade secrets, proprietary marketing information, everything. Negotiations dragged on for two years. At what point they at one point he says they made him an offer, sort of, or said an offer was on the CEO's desk. Mm-hmm. They sent him an email in all caps saying the program the product is fantastic. Nothing ever quite closed. Things started to fizzle out. And in the fall of 2016, two years later, he's walking out of a Pet Shop Boys concert in the Las Vegas Strip, sees a billboard across the way promoting a product just like his, but it's not his. It's a product called Duration by KY, owned by RB. So he's devastated. He said he felt sick that he wanted to vomit. This was his Mm. worst fears come true. He couldn't believe it happened. So what? what's left? What can he do? Jeff Abraham is one of the most unusual people I've ever met. He fights. He's from Pittsburgh, blue-collar family. He is a scrapper. He built his way up from nothing. And he decided to sue RB, suing them for $150 million, which is about <clears throat> 1% of their revenues for 2018. Suing for $150 million is one thing, but doing the lawsuit, couldn't, wouldn't a big company just wait him out or... 
hit him with paperwork well, or so he he hired a high-priced attorney and accused them of fraud sued them for theft of trade secrets and also for unlawfully using their clout in the marketplace to harm promescent their product and we can get into that in a minute i mean there were several things that were going on but he has also done this before mm-hmm. in 1999 jeff abraham sued hyundai in a very unusual case, which made the CBS Evening News and Forbes. At that time, he owned one of the top engineering uh, technical headhunting firms uh, in the country. He was Employment. based in Los Angeles. Yeah. Employment. Mm-hmm. He would find engineers. Mm-hmm. Hyundai was building a new uh, factory or plant or something in Oregon, and he got the lucrative exclusive contract to source engineering executives and techs for them. He started doing that. Then he got a call from his liaison who said, uh, I got word from the bosses here, do not send us any more women or minority candidates. We don't want them. Uh-huh. So he is, uh, this is 1996 is when this actually happened. Mm-hmm. So he's a bit taken aback by this. I could have followed their instructions and no one would have known because I'm the only one who had the jobs. So someone's not aware they're being discriminated against if they never know a job exists, because they had me working on these jobs, but I didn't feel it was right. So he went over this, his liaison's head at Hyundai and talked to the president of the operation and said, you can't do this. This is, you know, this is the United States of America. We don't operate this way. This is wrong. And that he said he was told, you're right, we'll take care of it. Next day, his contract was terminated. He was fired. And then they were not going to pay him. So they did take care of it. (laughs) They did. But they also learned who Jeff Abraham is. He went out and sued them. And it took a while for him to find a lawyer who was willing to take on Hyundai in this case. But he did. I talked to that lawyer, Stephen Hodge. They went to court. And at a certain point, Stephen Hodge told me Hyundai's attorneys, high-powered attorneys, came to him for settlement talks because it was actually getting close to trial. Mm-hmm. And at that point, he said, Jeff told him, yeah, I could settle for $100,000. So he says to Hyundai's attorneys, we'll settle for $100,000. Literally, the attorney laughed in his face, and that was the last settlement talks they've ever had. So they go to trial. The jury awarded Jeff Abraham $14.7 million. (laughs) Hyundai appealed, and they later reached a confidential settlement. And in one of the greatest ironies in this story, the same defense firm which defended Hyundai, Shepard Mullen, back in the late 90s against Jeff Abraham, is now defending RB right now against Jeff Abraham. And what are they saying about his claims? Well, he claims several things. Again, fraud, that they defrauded him. Uh, Trade secrets, which we'll get to in a minute. Mm -hmm. But one of the other fascinating things about this case is he's also accusing them of unfairly using their clout in the marketplace to harm him. Now, competition can be fair or it can be illegally unfair. The day before Duration, owned by RB, mm-hmm. KY, was launched, the allegedly knockoff product, Right. Uh, Promescent, Jeff Abraham's product, was being profiled on the CBS show The Doctors. Mm. One of the doctors on the show, they had a joke about it, hey, let's, let's talk about this new product for premature ejaculation. This is the day before. Okay. And one of the doctors takes it home, and he and his wife are in bathrobes, and they're joking about it. He, and they filmed it. And they filmed it. Right. Well, they didn't film the music, <laughs> but they filmed them, okay. you know, doing their little, you know, sure. we'll give it a test drive, we'll, we'll report back. He comes on the show, and he says, it's amazing. And as he begins to say the name of the product, he gets the P out. It's P. 
and the audio cuts out. And when they cut to a close-up of the product, his hand is covering up the name. The next day, this launches from a company which is a major advertiser in the United States. It's a product called Duration by KY, owned by RB. Coincidence? I reached out to CBS and the producers of the doctors to try and get comment. They, wouldn't, they would not respond. But the, wait, there's more. Mm. As Duration was hitting the market, Promescent, Jeff Abraham's product, Absorption Pharmaceuticals product, was the number one seller, still is on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, as this product, Duration by KY, <laughs> comes on the market, Promescent starts going behind an adult curtain, they call it, on the website when you try to search for it. In other words, you need, it doesn't come up right, right away. You have to go behind some sort of filter. Whereas other PE products, including sure. one called, literally, Do Me Long and Hard, was not being put behind the adult curtain, and duration wasn't. Promescent was. Now, Amazon was accounting for the bulk of their sales at the time. Right. So this would hurt. And this only started happening when duration came to market, according to Jeff Abraham. Mm -hmm. So they'd have to argue with Amazon to get it back out from behind there. Turns out, coincidentally perhaps, mm -hmm. the head of um, Amazon's vendor relations for these sorts of products is a man named Rahul Batula who just came over to Amazon a few months earlier after working three years at RB. Uh, RB says he never had anything to do with either product. Amazon says he has nothing to do with either product. We tried to reach out to him individually and could not get any comment from him. But wait, there's more. Then there's Target. Target. Heading into 2016, Jeff Abraham said he had a verbal agreement Mm. with Target to put Promescent in 1,600 stores in various SKUs, various sizes, wow. that he spent $400,000 to create the appropriate packaging to be on the shelves. Jeff Abraham claims all of a sudden he was hearing from Target, oh, you know what, we're not that interested, we're going to pull back, we're not going to use you, there are too many products in the market. Uh. He says he flew to Minneapolis to Target headquarters at that point and screamed and screamed and said, we had a deal, we've spent all this money. Mm -hmm. Target agreed to put one SKU of that in their stores uh, but there's much more duration in there. Sure. Uh, Target not commenting, saying vendor relations are confidential. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. So all these companies are saying uh, they really can't comment, mm -hmm. including RB. So all we have is Jeff's word and... Well, we have more? RB's counterclaims, which finally came out in the, uh, in the lawsuit. I have to say, over the last several months, I've, I've had a few conversations with RB, nothing on the record, um, and I really only can on the record tell you what they put in their countersuit to him. Mm -hmm. 
They call him a liar. Okay. They said he's lying, among other things, about all the interests all these companies had to buy Promes and to buy absorption pharmaceuticals, that he was hyping it to them uh, and so that they were felt under pressure to spend money and time to investigate the product. Uh, Jeff denies this. His attorneys deny this. Mm-hmm. But they also point out that even if he did lie, that's irrelevant to whether or not they ripped him off and stole his trade secrets. So we get to their key claim, trade secrets, Mm -hmm. trade secrets. There's an interesting thing about trade secrets lawsuits. They've taken off in the last couple of years since Congress passed a federal law, the Defense of Trade Secrets Act. Mm -hmm. It's much easier to now file a lawsuit alleging theft of trade secrets than it is to go file a patent, spend all that money to get your product patent protected, and then file a patent infringement suit. So you've seen a lot more, according to Peter Torin, who's an uh, expert lawyer in this, told me, you've seen like this 30% jump in the first year in trade secrets lawsuits. What's interesting about Promescent is it does have patent protection, and that is the one thing they are not accusing RB of stealing. And I'm going to get in the weeds here. Okay. The patent-protected part of this is in the absorption, and there is an ingredient an, an ingredient in it called thymol, thymol, which is basically thyme oil. Oh, okay. There is debate now. RB is arguing that that ingredient violates the FDA paper from the 70s on what can and cannot be in here. They're saying that that's not an acceptable ingredient. Their so own, that's why they couldn't make a deal with him. That's why they're saying... We wouldn't buy this product because we were concerned it would violate the FDA protocol for this thing. And so we walked away and we decided to make our own product oh. that didn't have thymol in it. We'll get back to that in a minute. They hired two consultants, RB did, according mm-hmm. to Jeff Abraham's attorneys. One said thymol is not a problem. And the other one said, I don't know, it could be a problem. Jeff Abraham's attorneys at Proskauer, Jonathan Weiss, went out and hired a Ph.D. from Caltech and chemistry, an expert witness, who says this is absolutely not a problem. So that is the heart of the issue. One of the hearts of the issue is, look, we walked away because we, we were concerned if we bought the product, we wouldn't be able – we would get in trouble later with the right. FDA. When it came to the theft of trade secrets, the only thing that I could see in the paperwork is that they, RB is claiming that the secrets had been told somewhere else before, including in a podcast, so that they were no longer secrets. Now, they don't specify what kind. Uh, Jeff Abraham is denying that he ever revealed things like customer retention, repeat sales, marketing, profit margins, all these sorts of integral secrets mm-hmm. that you wouldn't want to tell anybody except right. in due diligence. So they're, they're saying basically, he's a liar, the product wouldn't pass FDA muster, and his secrets were not secret. That's their defense at this point, and his team denies all of those. Okay. This Look, all corporations get sued, but this isn't Arby's first uh, lawsuit. Correct. There's also a case where they were sued, and it also involves another American small startup company, and it also involves a bathroom. I'm going to show you a book here. Mm. This is called The Woo of Pooh, and it's written by a woman named Susie Batiste, an entrepreneur in Dallas, who started a company, I think in 2007, called Pooh Puri. Mm. I actually profiled her. I've done a story on her, too, not even knowing that our paths would cross. Mm-hmm. 
She poopery is a spray-on toilet spray. You spray it on the water, and it's oil-based, mm. and it's supposed to not let the smell of number two, the smell of poo, escape into the room. It's something she hated. She worked for years. You spray it on. Your poo goes in. The gases stay trapped. There's no smell. Whoa. Oh, it's, it's amazing, by the way, if you ever use it. That'll save marriages. <laughs> Saved hers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did, when I interviewed her the year, she had $30 million in sales. And she had a viral hit on YouTube where a proper young woman with red hair mm. with a British accent is sitting on a toilet uh, saying, I just dropped the mother load. Okay. And so it was sort of, it was a very, very funny, popular ad. Well, um, a couple years later, another product came on the market in Europe called VI Poo by Airwick which is owned by RB. Mm. And it had an ad campaign about a well-dressed woman who goes and sits on a toilet. Wow. Now, this was for a UK product, but they had filed the paperwork to perhaps market it in the US. Mm -hmm. So she sued. They settled. Terms undisclosed, she can't talk about it. Right. But she wrote this book, The Woo of Poo, the copy I have, mm -hmm. before they settled. Oh. And in it, in it, she talks about once upon a time, there was a big chemical company that fell in love with poopery. Mm. Uh, they were obsessed with us. They took our sales and marketing materials and convinced themselves it was okay to claim those trademark properties as their own. Since they couldn't be us, they decided to rip us off. And she called the company Wicked Air. Wicked Air, Wicked Air, okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. So they settled, but... but Abraham found out about this lawsuit as he was pursuing his own as, mm. as proof that they have a history of ripping people off. And their claim that it's no. coincidence? Well, they're or, not going to comment on yeah. the uh, poopery. By the way, Airwick now sells it. I think it's called Airwick VIP in the U.S. Okay. So they are marketing after they have settled uh, with Susie Batiste. They won't comment on that. At all. Well, they won't comment to me on this at all. Mm -hmm. But they again deny they deny everything. And it's important to remember, Chuck, that this case has not gone to trial yet. Yeah. And we don't know what a jury will decide. Mm -hmm. Jeff is a marketer. So there is always a bit of showman in that. Are, what can you say about that? I mean, is there anything that just just doesn't ring true to you or doesn't or is, you know, where are we with him as a character or as a witness in this trial? Here are the issues I see. One of them relevant, actually, here are the issues I see, and I'm not sure how relevant either one of them are. Mm -hmm. One is, what kind of offers was he really getting on the table? Um, and again, Auxilium, this, this large company, made an offer allegedly in 2012. They have a term sheet. I asked repeatedly to see the term sheet. I'm told I can't. Is this by both sides, the, the pharmaceutical company and Jeff's? Side of the story? Uh, well, RB isn't telling me anything. I only no, have. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, I meant, but, oh, Auxilium. Yes. Auxilium went radio silent. They've been purchased by Endo. Right. I Endo. called, emailed, nada. But Jeff's attorney says I can't see it at the moment because it's been designated highly confidential under the discovery order. I've asked repeatedly to see some sort of proof okay. that there was an offer made. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, he said one of the reasons why he wanted to keep the company is so that he could eventually sell it, or at least the profits of it, go to uh, help Ron's widow and two sons. Right. They have not received any money from the company yet. How does she feel about that? She trusts, she told me, we have an interview with her, where she says she trusts Jeff implicitly. Jeff is 
I mean, very few people are left in this world that are like him. You know, there's a reason why my husband attached himself to him. I think he keeps his word. And then after Ron's death, he has been by our side from day one. And she supports this lawsuit. Jeff says uh, that there has been no money to go to any of the investors, that he has actually himself loaned the company hundreds of thousands of dollars as they've tried to scale it, and now they've got to pay a very high-priced lawyer, Jonathan Weiss from Proskauer, mm. to prosecute, well, not to prosecute, to bring this claim. Right. Um, and she supports the lawsuit, and we have her saying this as well, saying it's a matter of integrity, that the big guy cannot do this to the little guy. And she supports Jeff 100%. The evidence that I've seen in the court papers includes an email from Arby's head of sexual wellness saying, this is fantastic, the product really works. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing I have seen hard and fast in the evidence. Other things about like him being told they're going to pay him $20 million and a 6% royalty, right. that uh, there's a deal, a contract on the desk of the CEO. Right. Uh, I have not seen that. However, in a very unusual move and a huge win for Jeff's side, the judge in this case ordered that the global CEO of Record Ben Kieser, of RB, be deposed in this case in London. Okay, not the head of North American sales. No, right. the top guy, Rakesh Kapoor. Mm. Because the judge said in her ruling that his fingerprints are all over this thing, if in fact these charges are true. So Jeff's lawyers went to London and deposed Kapoor. Mm -hmm. Coincidentally, the same week, he announced he will be stepping down by the end of the year. Oh. Coincidentally. So the end of 2019, he's out. Correct. Okay. So Jeff Abraham seems much like RB has been in court more than once. He's also gone to court on a few times. What? What is yeah. he litigious? I asked him that. I said, "Gee, you know, you sued Hyundai. You're suing RB. There's also a small company in Florida uh, called Endure, which was another PE product he sued because they were making false claims, and he won that." And he points out to me, and he told us this, he's never lost, and no one's ever sued him. So they're calling Jeff Abraham a liar. In one part of the case they are. They're claiming that he has made false claims of superiority of promescent over other products in the market, including theirs, mm -hmm. and RB actually wants monetary damages for that. Sure. And because it's a big market, will it be a lot of money? <laughs> they are not putting a they're not putting a figure on it. Whereas Jeff has put 150 million dollars, right. they have not put. They just want damages mm -hmm. for that to send a message from their perspective. And they even say this in their court papers. Here was this startup which had no track record of ever mm -hmm. selling a, a healthcare product before. Uh, the way they paint the picture, it was kind of a mess. He brought in an outside investment banker to try to clean everything up for them. Um, so why bother with them? Why yeah. bother with them? Why, why buy it? Yeah. You know, why buy it? We'll, you're a mess. We'll go out and make our own product. Where does Jeff fall, Jeff Abraham, fall in the idea of, was he just so naive to just give yeah, this when away? You think, wouldn't you think if someone's asking for 15 kilos of your product and you don't have a term sheet yet, that something tells you I shouldn't be doing this? So I asked him, I said, mm -hmm. Weren't you, you know, dumb? I've thought about that quite a bit because in hindsight, you always want to kick yourself. But looking back on it, no. Since these are two, what they claim, different products, why is there a case? Trade secret law 
Uh, I talked to a couple of different experts in this. Uh, that doesn't matter. That can still be considered theft of trade secrets. And even if you don't have a non-disclosure agreement, courts can still find that you stole trade secrets. It's an interest. The key to this case, if it ever makes it to trial, mm-hmm. and we don't know yet if it will, will be did they steal information from him, whether or not they used it, and was it really a secret? So right now we wait for a trial? We, we wait. We wait. Uh, if there is a trial, it probably will not happen until next year. There's always a possibility of a settlement. Jeff Abraham has vowed that he wants to go to court. I want my day in court. I want people to know what happened. I want, I want this to not happen again. I want companies to realize just because you're $20 billion or $40 billion or whatever, and you see an entrepreneur with an idea, you can't go, why buy it if we can just steal it? It's not right. We'll see. We will see how this all turns out. And we should follow you to find out how and how do we follow you, Jane? At Jane Wells on Twitter, I will continue to follow the case and send updates as they come in. And I'm sure CNBC will be quite interested in the story, too. And we'll, be, we'll have to come back and do a follow-up when this is all finished. I agree. So you can also follow us at, at American Greed TV, and I hope you do. Thank you all, and I want to thank Jane Wells for joining us today. Thank you. And uh, I'm Chuck Schaefer, executive producer of American Greed. And thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. And remember, don't get taken. Thanks for listening to the American Greed Podcast, presented by CNBC. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.